ladies and germs, ladies and germs, we're back. Back from Europe, back from the voyage, back from Serbia, shout out Jokic, back from Greece. We're back in America. We're back in front of the microphone. We're back on the Detroiter. Um, it's been a while. It feels like it's been months, to be quite honest. I think it's been a week. I could be wrong, but I think it's been a week. Feels like it could be months, to be quite frank. It's good to be back. A couple of things have happened. The Pistons shaking and jiving. Monty Williams in the saddle. Steven Silas also in the holster. Uh, people like it, I guess. Pistons fans love it. We'll talk about that. Michigan State, um, another commit today. I think Terry Roberts is the guy's name. Another cornerback, Iowa. We'll see. I'm starting to – there's a little thing I'd like to drop. I made the video about it today. There's a little thing I'd like to drop with the Michigan State thing. The defense. Am I, is it crazy if I'm sitting here thinking they sh maybe should be – they should be decent, I think. Based on what happened on paper, they should be decent. We'll talk about that. Is that crazy? I feel like that's fairly reasonable. And then the Tigers back. The Tigers are back. This is what we expected. I don't know if they've they've won a game since I went to Europe. Um, that was like 12 days ago. I don't know if they've won a game since I left. Uh, so that's where they're at. You know, it's what we thought. Injury, one happens. Riley Green goes down. I know a couple other guys have gone down. I know Mize Manning, whatever you, sure. Give it to, sure, fine, whatever. I don't, blah, blah, blah. they stink. That's fine. Whatever excuse or what's the word I'm looking for? Caveat you want to put next to it. That's cool. It is what it is. Lions are, lions are positive vibes. We're still, we're in the, we're in like one of the two months, I think. Maybe one of, yeah, one of the two months of the entire calendar year where I'm like not going to care about football. I'm not going to really think about football. Yeah, there's the stuff on the lines like you can read about OTAs. I see it on Twitter. Jameer Gibbs, apparently he's the man. That's great. Like, it's cool, the practice thing. This guy looks good. Week one, brother. Or, I mean, I guess the, uh, what are they called? The, the training camp games? Or not the training camp. The fucking preseason, dude. How could I not come up with preseason? I may or may not have taken an edible. But still, that's terrible. That's terrible. Preseason? I got to have that on the top of my head. I'll just show me it in the game. I don't need to read about who's good in practice, dude. They're pros. They're fucking. I I look decent in an open gym. Shooting around at LA Fitness, dude. I look all right. I got the AirPods in. We're feeling pretty good. Like I've had my morning banana. I I I look okay. These guys are pros. They're running routes on air. Guys wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. I bet Jameer Gibbs does look pretty fucking fast. Like, nobody's guarding him? I bet the routes are crisp as fuck. I believe it, dude. <laughs> How couldn't they be? So it's cool. It's good to read. I'd rather read headlines that say Jameer Gibbs looks great. Jameer Gibbs could be Alvin Kamara rather than, no, oh, he's not everything we bargained for. I'd rather read the good stuff. I'd rather read about Sam Laporta. But I'm not sitting here, like, getting all fired up over it. It is what it is. You know, they got to sell tickets. Detroit Free Press has got to knock on people's porches. Um it's gonna it's gonna get more attention when you kind of go with the hype and hey, how about this? And then that that Dan Campbell, he's going to Taylor Swift. Things are great. We're talking about concerts. It's easier to sell papers doing that than hold your horses. So I get that. But let's see it in the game. Just give me the week one, dude. That's all that fucking matters. I think that's also why I love football so much. Is don't get me wrong, when I'm bored at work, I'm gonna read a couple fucking articles. I'm at work. I'm going to read a couple things, but I'm not sitting there like living and if I read about MSU recruit comes for a visit, I'm like, all right, that's cool. I, I just killed a minute. I'll take it. And I'll read about Michigan state. I got no problem with that. Yeah, fine. But I'm not sitting there thinking about, damn, he's going to be great. It's like, it, it's like how you're talking about your, oh, your parents or politics. People like, oh, you can't believe everything you see on there. They they watch the news or and you just get one way or another. Whatever you're watching, that's how you start thinking. That's how it is for sports, bro. They're going to get you thinking whatever they need you to. Like the Michigan State stuff especially, they're going to get you going. They're going to get you, oh, this guy's great. So is this dude. Also, he's incredible. No doubt. They're doing it with the Lions. No big deal. So you got to keep it. And I don't want to. 
I'm not, I'm feeling good right now. I feel great today. I don't want to get down on a negative Nancy type beat. I don't want to do that. I'm just being honest though. You got to take it all with a grain of salt, but it's good to see, you know, Jameer Gibbs making headlines, Sam Laporta. It'd be fucking great if a tight end with a high pick became something for the Detroit Lions. That'd be fucking great. Can you imagine you take a tight end in the first round and they do something? It's great to read the headlines about Laporta. We'll see it week one. We'll see it week two and the rest of the way after that. It'd be fucking phenomenal for a tight end in, De- in Detroit to like make a name and do something positive. But until the games are played, I'm not, I'm not diving in the deep end off of off-season t-shirt and shorts free press articles. I can't do that. Hope he's Tony Gonzalez. Hope he's better. Can't do that, though. It is what it is. Um, Red Wings, we had any news with the Wings? Not really. They're kind of in the dead zone. Oh, shit. They're kind of in the dead zone, right? Draft's coming up. I don't even know when the draft is, to be honest, but it's coming. I know it's coming up. We got the ninth pick or whatever. Unexciting. Don't know who is around that territory. Not going to pr- pretend like I do. I mean, yeah, I could look up some stats. I could read some articles of what other people say and make my decision. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've watched any of these guys play one game of hockey. Not going to pretend. Um, I know Bradard generational. I've heard of Mitchkoff. I know Fantilli's great. Saw something today saying he might stay at Michigan. I wouldn't hate that. I just in case the Red Wings slip. Tough division. They get one last throw at the dartboard. We probably have another team's first anyway. I wouldn't hate that one iota. Yeah, but it's the dead time for the Wings. I was saying that about football. I think the months of June and May, maybe the, like those might be the two, the only two months of the year where I'm really I'm checked out football wise. Like even Michigan State, both Lions. I'm really yeah. I'll skim a couple articles at work, but I'm not thinking about it. It's whatever. We got other shit to worry about. This is the time of year where like let's watch movies and hey, playoff basketball. Like there's other shit going on. I'm not really thinking about the NFL. Summer starting cold ones are it's about that time i'm not thinking about i'm not thinking about football i mean like we got two months till the season i'll ramp up by september i mean by august absolutely by august i'm chomping at the bit um july i'll start to get going like after the fourth end of july we'll start to okay let's lock in who do we got here this year who's who's gonna be the first string who are we looking at who's gonna be the second string more importantly wink I'll lock in once we get a little closer, but this far out, dude, May and June, it's ever the draft and like the, all the big off season stuff's over. We're not making any blockbuster trades. These are the, this is the break. This is the one time of the year. I'm not really thinking about football. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, uh, it's interesting. I just had that realization to be, to be quite honest with you. Because, dude, I cannot wait. When I do think about it or when I do have a conversation about it, I hate to say this, but mainly revolving around the Detroit Lions. If I ever got one of those going, yeah, we'll get excited. I feel the heartbeat. Ooh, ooh, I, I feel it pick up a little bit. I feel the excitement. I feel like that, oh, my eyes just brightened a little bit. Yeah, oh, I can talk some football. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking excited for it to start. Once you get on the subject, I'm still there. I'm still there. It's waiting right underneath the surface to come out. But yeah, these are just the two months of the year where it's even possible to take a step back from from the football seasons. Just so, dude, the Lions too. Fuck. Can you imagine they're good this year? How about Jokic though? Huh? How about the Denver Nuggets? How about Nikola Jokic? Being being a fake, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know what to call it. How? How? And that's my sir, my brate. That's my fucking dog. The Serb Serbs with Serbs, Serb supremacy. I just don't. How though? How how does he do it every time? Every always does it. Triple doubles automatic, dude. He's on a list with Kareem and Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain was getting guard, guarded by people like me, 5'10 guy who, I don't know, maybe he had two feet on the vertical at one point in his life. That Will Chamberlain's getting guarded by that guy. He's on a list where Jokic has three and uh, Wilt and Kareem have one each. How? How? 
It's incredible, dude. And then Jamal Murray. As great as Nikola Jokic has been, Jamal Murray, I feel like this is this might be the series of that. Because every Jokic has been so good for so long now. And he's been doing this all playoffs long. Like he's been unstoppable no matter who you put on him. AD had nothing. AD had nothing for Nikola, Nikola Jokic. He's been unstoppable the entire playoff run. But I feel like it's a little bit of that, uh, like the fatigue where we've seen it for a few years now. You've heard about it for a few years now. Everybody knows it. Like everybody watching, they're going, yeah, he's fucking incredible. Everybody's kind of seen it at this point where you're watching along and Jamal Murray, dude, coming off that crazy injury, Jamal Murray is a fucking killer, bro. Jamal Murray is disgusting. I didn't watch game one and two. I'm on a level with you. I didn't. I was uh, in Belgrade, Serbia, and then Athens, Greece, and the games were coming on at like three in the morning. I didn't watch game one and two. I didn't. I was following along, making sure I knew who was winning, but I didn't watch them. Watch game three last night. I would make that the first one of the series that I had watched. Jamal Murray was hitting some shots where at multiple shots where I remember thinking to myself after he hit them, like, if that guy, if he missed that, this would be fucking danger time. This would not be very good for the Denver Nuggets. If he missed that shot, we'd be, whoa, uh, this we're vulnerable. It would be multiple times where it felt like the heat were right on the precipice, right on the precipice of making a big time run, stretching out a lead, coming back and reclaiming it right on the edge. Yeah, it was Jokic making plays. Yeah, it was Jokic drawing attention. Yeah, well, whatever. Jamal, a lot of times, it was Jamal Murray running off a screen. Pop, cush. Jamal Murray just step into one. Jamal Murray just pulling up. Jamal Murray finishing in mind-bending ways at the basket. Jamal Murray went fucking crazy. I know he had the triple-double, too. I know he's had a great playoffs. It feels like every time I've watched the Nuggets in this playoffs, he plays well. Um, I remember, you know, like watching the bubble when the Nuggets, it looked like, oh, they might make a run here. And that that playoff run, Jamal Murray was unbelievable. He, he felt unstoppable. And then he has the injury and he's sidelined for a minute. He rehabs. Is he the same guy? I don't know. He wasn't doing this during the regular season. And then here comes playoff time. And this dude is right at home. This dude has figured it out. This dude remembers. This dude remembers who he was. He has that thing when you're chewing gum, studying for the test. Chew gum when you take the test. So then you'll remember it better. He has that thing. Oh, it's the playoffs. I'm, I'm. You can't touch me in the playoffs. I remember who I am. It's the playoffs. I remember who I am. It's like Jamal Murray hit that. Like all the fucking universes lined up in parallel. And it was like a solar eclipse of being sick at basketball. And he's been on fucking believable. As great as Jokic is, as crazy as the numbers that he puts up are. At times it feels if they don't have Jamal Murray. Whoa, it'd be tough. And every team needs multiple guys. There's not a single team that's got one superstar and nothing else around them. All of these teams got guys at multiple positions. So it's not like, oh, Jokic has this much help. Every You don't win without help. You do not win without help. That shit is impossible. You do not win. Basketball, there's five guys that play. More than that. Five starters, what, eight guys, nine guys getting lots of minutes. You got to... Everyone's got to be fucking good. Everyone's got to know what's going on. Everybody knows where they need to stand. Everybody's got to know how the defense shifts. Like anybody playing, you better be fucking wired, bro. They need you. You got to be up for it. So I don't say it to take away from Jokic or like, obviously I fucking love Jokic, dude. He's nuts. You can't argue that. But Jamal Murray, that guy's, that guy's crazy. That guy's crazy. If he keeps it up through these finals and they do end up winning, which <laughs> I would bet on it. Joker. I think it's going to be the series or the playoffs even of Jamal Murray. Just like, holy shit, how about this guy, huh? 
I think that might be the big takeaway. I don't know, though. It's fun to watch. NBA, NBA playoff basketball, it, just make the regular season. I don't know how you do it, but just make the regular season like that. I don't pay him more. That's not going to work, actually, for sure. Um, I, fewer games, I don't know if that would work, to be quite honest with you. I don't know how you do it. It's probably impossible. It just will never change. But you, like the intensity of playoff games, you give me that in the regular season, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching that shit every night. It's crazy how hard these guys go. And there is a little bit of the, I don't know, basketball is exhausting. So I get it. Like there is a little bit of the open run feeling like at certain points in these games. But when it comes down to it, like the whole second half, it's fucking crunch time. There is no fourth quarter. There's no end of the game. The whole second half is the end of the game. The whole second half is winning time. Like figure it the fuck out right out of the rip. But it's crazy how hard these guys go. Like the full-fledged defense, people shifting, closing out every time someone's got an open shot. The rebounding, the hustling back and forth. It's unreal to watch. And it's crazy that the Nuggets, I think, are going to win. That's cra- They were the team. As I love Jokic as much as I do, dude. They were the team where it was like, they're sick in the regular season. They get the one seed. Jokic does this, this, and this. Jamal Murray has a good year. And then they get to the playoffs and like LeBron appears. And they lose. And that's how it goes. That's what it felt like. Then LeBron shows up and then they lose. That's what they felt like. Kind of like that Raptors team in the East that was with Lowry and DeRozan that was in the fucking conference finals however many years. And this, you know, LeBron showed up. Sorry, guys. Party's over. LeBron's here. They felt like they were becoming the Raptors of the West. And I didn't want that for my boy. I was paying attention. I didn't want that for my baby boy. But they've gotten over the hump. LeBron is a couple years older. Um, Anthony Davis has a couple more years under his acting career. Like they're not getting better. The Warriors, everybody's a few years older. Clay's kind of whatever. Draymond, I think, is still good. I think Draymond was their second best player. Jordan Poole is God knows. Like, all right, uh, you can get past them. Like it was Sacramento. It's up there. Like the the path is kind of cleared. For the Denver Nuggets, at least in the Western Conference, people thought maybe Philly gives them a little bit of trouble. Maybe Boston does in these. I guess Phoenix as well is another team. I mean, they got a bunch of guys, and they just picked up KD halfway through the season. We'll see what Phoenix is like next year with KD, like having an offseason with everybody being able to get used to each other because that is a loaded, loaded fucking group, especially if they keep – I know that Cam Johnson, I think he's a free agent, but I know he's pretty good, especially if they keep that dude – but it feels like the, it feels like Jokic and the Nuggets, but you know Jokic. It feels like the window is opened. Where now's the time to strike. Now is the time. If you're gonna get a couple, fucking get a couple in the next year, in the next two three years. If you're gonna get more than one, fucking do it now, dude. It's it's not gonna get easier. You know what I'm saying? That's what's crazy. Thinking about a guy like LeBron. That's what's nuts about him, too. He's won in so many different, like, I don't know if eras is too long-term, maybe stages of his career. He's won in so many different times. Obviously, the different places. Obviously, you can say whatever. Oh, he teamed up with Kevin Love and Kyrie. Oh, he teamed up with D-Wade and Baj. Oh, he's teaming. Bro, everybody teams up. Everybody has help. Like I just said about Jokic and Jamal, nobody's winning alone. It's fucking impossible. There's too many good players. There just are. Um, LeBron's won in like different points of his career. Cause you look and, and Steph and the Warriors, same thing. That's what's been impressive about them. But you look at Jokic, it's like, dude, look what just happened to Giannis. Giannis got his one. Everybody thought Milwaukee, oh, they're going to cruise. Nowhere. Milwaukee's nowhere to be found. Look at the Celtics. How long ago would Celtics fans have bet that J- Jalen Tatum and, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown would have had a ring. How, like, I bet you Celtics fans like three, four years ago are, are taking you up on that. Philly, bro. The process, all of these teams that have been around for a minute knocking teams out. I guess I'm listing all East teams, right? Um, as far as the West, the Lakers. The Lakers were tough for them to get over. Um, the Grizzlies are getting better. The Warriors are still the Warriors. I know they're getting older, but they're still the Warriors. Like, 
it feels like the 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 Nuggets now's the time for Jokic. You got to strike while the iron's hot, not before you know the next wave comes along. LeBron, I wouldn't be surprised. Like if you told me LeBron got another, I wouldn't be surprised, dude. That guy's still a savage. He's nuts. I, Warriors, I wouldn't be surprised if they got another one. To be honest with you, I thought the Warriors. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna beat the Lakers, and then I thought they were gonna go beat the Nuggets. I thought the Warriors. It was gonna be like, oh shit, again, again. But the Nuggets have overcome them. They're ready. Jokic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now's the time, though. It's a beautiful thing to see, dude. I fucking love the Serbs. I love Nikola Jokic. I love Novak Djokovic. Speaking of Novak Djokovic, I know he plays Carlos Alcaraz very shortly. Very shortly. What day is this? What day is my guy Djokovic playing, huh? 5.45 a.m.? Wait, what day is that? 5.45 a.m.? That's a little early, don't we? Isn't that tomorrow at 5.45 in the morning they're going to play? There's no way that that's true, right? Carlos Alcarez and Djokovic, there's no way they're going to play at 5.45. That'd be crazy of them to do that. Fuck. That sucks. I'm just not going to watch the match. So I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. And then I'm going to have to go to work. I'm not going to be able to watch Djokovic kick Alcaraz's ass and assert himself as the greatest tennis player of all time. Um, um, that sucks. That sucks. Well, the Serbs, Djokovic, Jokic, that sucks. 5.45 in the morning. French Open is what it is. Um, we can get into the stuff, though. I guess Michigan. is. Are they the last team? I haven't mentioned anything about them. Michigan still recruiting well football. They just got another, I think, corner from UMass. Josh Wallace, I believe, is the guy's name. I mean, they're on fire. I don't know what there is to say about I, – I don't know what there is to say yeah, about Michigan, to be honest with you. Like football wise, I, they're the best in the Big Ten. It's a fact. They killed both Michigan State and Ohio State. Won the Big Ten for the second time in a row. Went to the college football playoff. Yeah, they lost TCU and then whatever. They were in the college football playoff. Nobody else was in the Big Ten. But what's there to say? And then they're recruiting. Because that was the only thing, believe it or not. We were living in a world, I don't know, six months ago, where Michigan State fans, the thing Michigan State fans were doing to Michigan fans to try to knock them down a peg because their football team had been kicking so much ass on the actual field. The Michigan State fans to the Michigan fans were talking about recruiting, chirping them. Try, hey, don't feel so good now. Your recruiting's not very good, Michigan. What, what, how does that happen? In what world does that happen? And now they're kicking ass in that too. Last year's class, I think they was like one spot ahead of Michigan State, something like that. And now it's the best. Now everybody's coming. If you're good, hey, if you're if you're one of the best 80 players, 80 football players in the country. Come to Michigan, and then they do. They just do, dude. These guys—they're—they're they're pulling in the best recruiting class of Jim Harbaugh's lifetime, brother. Maybe of Michigan's lifetime. And they're probably going to be the best team again. Now, I don't think it's guaranteed. I think Ohio State is absolutely still Ohio State. Everybody there is a freak athlete. Ryan Day may be fraudulent. That part—that part could be true. Ryan Day may, in fact be fraudulent we'll see this year if he loses again see you ryan um but they are still ohio state like there's never when michigan was down the rich rod hoke eras you could it was apparent it was apparent 
that Michigan just wasn't as good. Even the beginning of the Harbaugh era, like all these other teams, they weren't always getting killed. And I know, I know, like Jim Harbaugh, he never had a five and seven team. I know that. I think he had six and six or seven and five has been his worst. All the COVID year, they fucking sucked ass. It's crazy because MSU sucked in the COVID year, but MSU, we beat Northwestern and we beat Michigan. Like, they sucked ass in the COVID year U of M did. And yes, Harbaugh had some teams that got murked by OSU, but they were still like good teams, most of them. They were winning eight games, nine games, ten games, a couple bad breaks. They just lost a lot of them to Ohio State. Happens. I don't think Ohio State has moved that much off of that line, but I do think Michigan's taken a great jump in the last two years. I think Ohio State's still somewhere in that same territory. It was just Michigan wasn't quite up to par. But now Michigan's taking the jump. I think Ohio State's still within striking distance. Obviously, they got to figure something out. I mean, I, I don't think it's a secret. Ohio State gets bullied at the line of scrimmage both years. Both years. Watch those games. Both years. Um, Ohio State gets bullied. Their offensive line gets fucking feasted upon, and their defensive line doesn't do anything. They get the ball run on them all day, and then when Michigan needs the throw, they got time. Look at the game. That's why Ohio State's losing, and we'll see if they're able to fix it. I don't know if it's the offensive line coach. I don't know if it's Ryan Day. I, he doesn't care about the line of scrimmage. That'd be a crazy thing to be the head coach of, of Ohio State football and not care about the line of scrimmage. I find that hard to believe, but it's something. I mean, there's a reason that they're getting their asses kicked. When they lost to Michigan State in 2015, when we spoiled their season, we won that game because of the line of scrimmage. I think Michigan has gotten, like their offensive line the last two years has been fucking incredible. But I, I, Ohio State, I guess, to some level has taken a bit of a downturn, right? There's no Sam Hubbards and Chase Youngs there right now. Not that I've heard of, at least. So I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I do think, though, like Michigan, where it feels a little different right now, at least for me, is Ohio State, those years they were rolling, where they were winning the Big Ten every year. They were beating Michigan every year. It was like a foregone conclusion. All of those years, it felt like these guys are just going to win the Big Ten. It's just a fact. It doesn't matter, Michigan, how good you think you got. Penn State, I don't care how good you feel, James Franklin. Michigan State, nope. We're gonna, it's just Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten. It felt like that. I do still think Michigan, like, they're going to be fucking outstanding, dude. They're going to be the favorites. They'll be the betting favorites. All of that shit. No doubt about it. They're going to be unreal. They're going to be sick running the ball again. J.J. McCarthy, I would assume, is only going to get better. They're going to have four-star recruits playing wide receiver for them. Their defense, they're going to be sweet on the defensive line again because they got guys returning, because they brought in more talent, because whoever they got coaching them, whatever they're doing to get those guys ready is fucking working. Their linebackers will be solid. The secondary, I would imagine, will be solid. Again, Will Johnson's the real deal. Like, they're going to be fucking good. It still feels like, I don't know. I, it still feels, you got to dodge a lot of bullets, bro. The Big Ten East, they released the schedules today. Things are getting shaken up, which I think is nice. I think Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan fans are all going, cool, dude. We don't all have to play each other every year anymore. That's sick. That's so That's so nice. That's going to make our lives, when we're actually good, way fucking easier to make a run at the Big Ten. Even though Michigan's going to be great, like you still Penn State – is supposed to be good. I know they're Penn State, and I know they're kind of that team that's like, yeah, yeah you're good, but you're never going to beat us. When it comes to Ohio State and Michigan, they weren't beating Michigan State when MSU was in that D'Antonio prime still. And then, like, Michigan State, that's still a rivalry game. I think MSU will be better this year. How much better? I don't know, but I do think MSU will be better. It'll be in East Lansing. Ohio State, even though Michigan's owned them the last two, Ohio State, they're gonna be they're gonna be Ohio State again. They're gonna have a chance to beat you, no doubt about it. And then all the other little landmines sprinkled in between there, Purdue, Iowa. I don't know Michigan's schedule, but you got all those teams. You got the sneaky games where you just never fucking know. Um, but you gotta feel good right now if you're a Michigan fan. Off season as well for you, kind of the dead of it, like we said, but a little bit more life, I would imagine. All right, quick break. We'll talk 
Uh, we kind of talked the Lions. We'll talk the Tigers and uh, maybe a little MSU. I just want to talk a little MSU defense. That's it. All right. So the Tigers have lost, I don't know how many in a row. Um, things are going poorly. Guys are injured. They don't score at all. At all. They don't score. Erod is injured. He was having an unfucking believable year. He's out. Riley Green, the best bat, the best player. He's out. Um, I'm sure a bunch of other guys are out. And it's just going the way the way it should go, to be honest. Like, well, what are we hiding from? It's going the way it should go. Kerry Carpenter, he's on a rehab stint. They just aren't. Illich doesn't spend money. Riley Green, he's come along, which has been unbelievable. Mize and Manning and Scooball. All the guys we've invested in, all the young guys, all the people we've been talking about the last couple of years. Like, wait till they get here. It'll get better then. They're all out. Like, there's so many things where it's, yeah, that sucks. That sucks that all three of those guys are injured. Yes, but they don't play first base. They don't hit fourth in the lineup. They don't solve the underlying issue. Uh, Not even underlying, overlying, grand line, big straight face line, right in your face, line. They don't score. Nobody can hit. Nobody hits baseballs on the team. Riley Green does. He's injured. Nobody else does anything. Like what? I think I read today there's five guys or something in the in the lineup hit under 200. Five guys hit under 200. What? This is the pros. This is the fucking pros, dude. There's no draft lottery in baseball. The sport is uh, it's created for you to get better faster when you're bad. It's created for you to acquire talent when you're really fucking bad. Yes, it depends on your owner and spending. And yes, that's an enormous part of the problem. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and defend Chris Illich. Absolutely, dude. That guy, the district Detroit is fucking asphalt. I'm not defending him. But they've had a bunch of draft picks, but they've had an insane amount of time. They've traded off Big time pieces and nothing, dude, has come back. Riley Green, Torque, we'll see. Like, yeah, there's some guys. Nothing that's actually contributing in the year 2023 on June 9th. Nothing, dude. Ah, that's killer. That's killer. I don't want to be negative because it's so old, dude. I know, like, listen, if I was a listener, I like to listen to podcasts. I don't do much sports these days, do a lot of comedy and random shit like history, other shit like that. I don't want to listen to the same negativity over and over. Like, I don't want to listen to the same shit about the Tigers over and over and over. Like, we all know what it is. No one in their heart of hearts is going to bed tonight like, no, they are going to figure it out, right? Like, we all know what it is. It sucks, but it is what it is. I don't want to be negative. It's just so hard. Baseball, like the way the season being so long, it's so tough to, like, get invested. Because I'm trying to watch the games, bro. I get invested, yes. Like, I'll still read and I'll still follow. Yes. But I'm trying to watch the games. I don't care about like going on Twitter and talking about the stat lines that I read. I'm trying to sit down like if the Tigers are good and I'm going to be into them and we're going to see what these boys got. I'm trying to like watch games, see, see these dudes play. You know what I mean? I'm trying to dial the fuck in if that's going to be the case. It's tough when they're good to do it. For 162. And when they're bad, and it's the eighth year in a row of them being bad, it's tough to do it. I just want them to be, I don't know, like like a little exciting. Like Riley Reen and Torkelson 
are unreal. And Mize and Scooball and Manning, they're pretty good too. Like get a few things together. Put a couple pieces. Erod's having this unreal year. Riley Green's been great. Torkelson, he's awesome too. You believe that shit? I know, by the way, Mize, Manning, and Scooball are playing an incredible second, third, and fourth fiddle to Erod. That'd be fun. Let's see what that looks like. We already got all the parts. It seems like a lot of them at least have the potential or maybe, you know, something around there. Better than hitting 200 for sure. Just like, get me there. Just get me there. Like, well, let me have a one Tiger season like that. I don't even know. That's what's crazy. It's been so long since the Tigers have been good. And my life has changed so much. I'm from my senior year in high school to I'm out of college for a couple of years. I have a full-time job. I live alone. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like if I want to watch 162 Tigers games, maybe not 162, but I can watch like a hundred. If I want to, dude, I can run a hundred Tigers games. I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know what the desire to watch the Tigers every night looks like. That's fucked up, bro. What else is there to say? I hope the one thing about the Tigers, and um, I don't think we've talked about the Pistons yet, so we're going we're gonna to have to talk about them a little bit. It's kind of like the Pistons. Like, it's cool. The Pistons, they got Monty Williams, and everybody wanted him, right? He's supposed to be this guard whisperer. They didn't want Kevin Ollie. He was our guy. That's great and everything. But again, like the Pistons, for me, the Pistons won 17 games. So it's a little bit tough, but that's great. At least the one thing you can unequivocally lie, not lie, hang your hat on. Even for a guy like me, who's the first thing I say is they won 17 games last year. Tom Gores went out and said, fuck it. Let's try to win. Fuck. Here are my nuts. You like, you like them? I shaved them last night. You can touch them too if you want. Tom Gores did that. At least you can hang your hat on that. Nobody can take it from you. The Pistons are fucking, the guys with the money, the guys in control, they're fucking for real about trying to win. They're trying to do it. They're trying to figure it out. They're committed. At least you can you can say, hey, fucking Gores is trying. Like you, t- you trace it to the top. He's doing everything he can. It's not, you know, it's tough to ask him to like have an incredible eye for general managing in basketball. It's a tough ask for Tom Gores. Can't blame him. The Tigers don't even have that going for him. Like they don't even have Chris Illich. Hey, at least he's spending. You can't even say that. Hey, at least he did. The- okay, they gave Baez the contract. He's the worst player. In baseball, at least they gave him the, he's the worst fucking player the Tigers maybe have ever had. He's the worst contract. Jordan Zimmerman and him. The two worst contracts the Tigers have ever given out. That's the money they spent. That's that's the money they spent. Under Chris Illich, that's the spending. What, dude? You can't even say at least they're trying. And it's the Detroit Tigers. They sell so many goddamn Little Caesars pizzas. It makes my fucking head spin. He could so easily throw a little cash into them. He could so easily do it, dude. Help these young guys along. Inject a little bit of life into the city. Into the team. Into the franchise. Like, bring him a couple guys who know how to fucking win. Bring a couple guys who are ball players. Not only are they ball players, they're professional. Ball players, they're not here to pass by, dude. They're sticking around. These guys are fucking legit, and we know they're legit. You don't need to give up any assets. You just give them some cash, and they say, Detroit's a cool town, great baseball city. I'll go there. That's all you got to do, and he just doesn't even try. Hasn't even done that. Could have gotten Carlos Correa. I know he's been donkey-ass this year, but again, he was sick last year, sends a message, yada, yada, yada. He could bounce back. Don't even do that. At least the Pistons are trying. It's great they got Monty Williams. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Pistons fans. 
I'm happy people, you know, the diehards who are watching these guys 82 times a fucking season. I'm happy that they get something to celebrate, something that, hey, it went right. You guys did it. It was a good thing. It went your way. Your team, you wanted this thing to happen. If they were, you know, if they were, if they were those guys, they're going to make this thing happen. And it didn't look good. It looked good and then it didn't look good. And it was pretty much not going to happen. Or so we thought. And then your owner steps up to the plate. He gives him a ridiculous contract. I think he's making like eight mil a year. It's like 72 mil. Is it over six years? Something like that. He might be making nine, nine or 10. He's making a shit ton of money. Monty Williams is. Tom Gores doesn't give a fuck. Is it 12, dude? I'm about to look it up. Is it $12 million? There's no chance. That's what Monty Williams. There's no way. 12 mil? There's no chance that that's real. Six year, 78 and a half milli vanillies, bro. Dude. 13 a year. That's a record deal, the Pistons. Like, at least they did that. The Pistons are going, I don't give a fuck, dude. That's badass. That's badass. I'm proud of that, at least. Like, you could say, and I've said whatever I want about the Pistons. You can trash them all you want. At least they're fucking fuck you. 78 million. Take it. We're coach the team. Coach the goddamn basketball team. At least you can do that. At least, hey, next year when they're 20 and 50, you can go, hey, dude, you know what? This sucks. But at least Tom Gores, he's fucking trying. At least the head man, Dom suck. Take it. I'm sick of it. Coach the goddamn team. At least they've got that. And the Tigers, you don't even have. Tigers, you got literally, there's literally nothing going. I hope Monty works, dude. Honestly, I do. I mean, of course I do. I hope anybody. They could have hired a burlap sack with a couple cantaloupes inside. I'd hope that guy would go to the Naismith Hall of Fame. I'm I'm not throwing the I'm not throwing the party though. Just I mean, let's it's similar to what I said about the rookies and the Lions. Like, let's play. Let me watch some games. Let's see what the record is after a month. Let's see what the record is after two months. And then, all right, fuck it, dude. These guys are legit. Monty Williams. This guy's a genius, dude. 13 mil is this. He should be making more than the players. This guy's incredible. I'm hoping that's how it goes. That would be unfucking real. Just tough to get super excited. That's all. Tough for me to get super pumped up. Um, I will be excited to watch Cade. I'm going to watch them on opening night. I want to watch Cade Cunningham play. I've seen the highlights, dude. I've watched a couple of the games. Um, I know. Yeah, I've seen the numbers. I know he's been banged up, but he does this. I know he's like been pretty good when he has played. I know he's been pretty good. I know he's good at defense. I know like he plays the way I like guards, point guards to play. He's a playmaker. He's pass first. He can shoot. He's a floor spacer. He'll go to the rim. He can get fouled, but he's a playmaker first and foremost. He's not, he's long, bro. He's kind of a freak looking He's good at defense. He busts ass on defense. He's smart. He knows where the ball's going. When he has it, he knows where it should be going. Like, he's got it, dude. He's got it. I think I think he will be a good player at the very least, which is great. Is he going to be some generational, he's a top 20 guy in the NBA? I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think if I was truly talking about it at this juncture, I'd be like, I hope. I hope. I don't know. I hope. That'd be nice. And I think the Pistons are kind of counting on it. Like, the Pistons need it, dude. You don't win titles with good players. You win them with fucking spectacular ones. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have a couple guys. Absolute weapons. You have to. Otherwise, I don't know. Otherwise, it's tough. Otherwise, you're probably not going to win. Plain and simple. And not that like winning a finals. That's the crazy thing too about all these teams. Like winning the finals isn't even for me, at least in my mind. I'm not, it's not like, Hey, it's either that or bust. It's been so goddamn long. Like a playoff series would be sick. Can you imagine winning a playoff series, bro? Can you imagine the Tigers, Red Wings or the Pistons or the line? Can you imagine winning a playoff series? What? 
dude, I'm not even thinking on the scale of a Super Bowl. I'm not thinking on the scale of an NBA Finals. Pistons, like imagine the Pistons go and they beat, I don't know, like Philadelphia in a playoff series. I'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Is that a 2K simulation? How the hell, what is that? Pistons beating the, how? How'd that happen? I'd love for it to happen. I just don't know. I feel like basketball coaches don't really matter that much. I know they say Monty's a guard whisperer. It's going to make Ivy that much better. Uh, it'll make Cade that much better. Okay, sure. I'm not going to pretend that I know about like NBA coaching. I'm not going to pretend like I know all of Monty Williams' credentials. Um, dude, like what's – I don't have an evaluation on Monty Williams. I read it. Pistons fans are happy. Everybody, what a great hire. I know it's the money. It's not our money. Who cares? doesn't go against the salary cap. Great. I know all that. Everybody seems to be happy, so I'm happy. But we'll see. You know, like when? 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 That's what that's what'll make me excited. We missed on one banyama. Fucking bullshit. Is what it is, though. Just when. That's what'll get me going. It's cool. You hired the coach. It's cool. You didn't want to. And then you said, fuck you. Here's money, coach. And he said, fine, bend the knee. It's cool that, like, you know, it's that's fine. That's good. But like when? When and then I'll be happy. When and then I'll be excited. When? Just a few times. That'd be cool. Dude, people would love that shit. Honest to God. Just do that for a change. MSU is the last thing I got to talk about. Five minutes. I'm going to keep it to five minutes. All right. So they get another commit today. Terry Roberts, I believe is the kid's name. Was at Iowa for like four or five years. This year, transfers to Miami, the U. That's pretty good. They get a lot of talent. They pay people. They want kids to go there. That's pretty good. All right. He must have been decent if Miami wanted him. That's how I'm evaluating these guys at this point right now. That's how I'm evaluating some of these guys. When it comes to defensive back, hey, 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 running back, I'll take your word, brother. Running back, Mel Tucker likes somebody. Yeah, I'll take Ephraim Reed. Is that the running back coach? I'll take your word, baby. Absolutely, I'll take your word. Cornerback, Miami sign off on him. They want him. Pence, they want it. All right. Okay. Take him. All right. Do it. Good. That's what I need at this point when it comes to defensive back. So he seems like a guy that should be able to play. Seems like a guy that a couple other programs that are pretty high profile that are supposed to put out good teams this year wanted in their colors. That all, that all checks out. I think he was a decent player at Iowa. Can't again, didn't watch him. Can't tell you for sure. At least. Um, we'll see. We'll see. And it brought me, I only say that like, that's good. Especially the drought Michigan state's been in bringing some talent transfer high school. doesn't matter. Somebody fucking post Twitter that they're going to go to play football at Michigan state. Somebody say it, somebody do it, dude. God, God knows that MSU needs it. But it brought me to this thought. Michigan State's defense this year, is it like a, I think it's – I think we're in no excuse. It needs to at least be decent territory. When it's Scotty Hazleton, like your your job is on the line. And I think probably we already knew that. Jay Johnson as well, perhaps. Although Jay Johnson, I think there'll be a little bit more of like, eh, well, the quarterback situation was fucked up. The offensive line's still coming in. Yeah. The defense, though, I don't know if there's an excuse. The front four, I believe, will be good. You look at the last transfer window. You or I think, yeah, the off, the winner, whatever it was, some of the talent coming into Michigan State on the defensive line. You look at Mel Tucker's recruiting classes. You look at where some of those best players were. Yeah, they'll be freshmen. Yeah, they'll be sophomores. They're still probably some of the more talented guys on the roster. They're still dudes that could contribute right away. The front four, I think, is going to be good. I don't know if it'll be Michigan. I don't know if it'll be Ohio State. I don't know if it'll even be Wisconsin or Penn State. I don't know. But I do think they'll be in the top half. I do think they'll be pretty fucking good. I do think they'll be able to cause problems for offenses. And I do think more important than anything, I do think this is going to be the best front four Michigan State has had probably since Mark D'Antonio left. I do. Even the 11 win year was 2021, the K9 year. Yeah, the defensive line was okay. Eh. That defense was that defense wasn't good. The defensive line was fine. Eh. They're all right. 
this defensive line, I think has a chance to be more reminiscent of the D'Antonio ones. Like these guys can stop the run. You rush forth. These guys can get to the QB. People will be getting off blocks. These guys cause some problems. Like it's going to be everybody else on the defense. It's going to be easier this year. The linebackers, same deal. I think they were pretty good last year. I think they're going to be a strength this year. Jacoby Windman's maybe the best player on the entire defense. Cal Halliday coming back. Darius Snow coming back, hopefully. This kid, Jordan Hall, I know he's a freshman, but this guy's supposed to be unfucking believable in every aspect of being a human being. The secondary, I know it's been terrible. I know, again, Mel's guys, they're freshmen, they're sophomores, but look, dude. He's had transfer window after transfer window trying to restock it. We've brought in a handful of defensive backs in the transfer portal. At some point, these freshmen, these sophomores, it's the same deal as those front four guys. They might be young, but they're probably the more talented kids on the team. They're going to have to play. You hear names, Malik Spencer, Tatum, Mangum. Those guys both played last year. Caleb Coley's another one. It's going to be time eventually. It feels like this secondary, like the defense as a whole for MSU, there's really no excuse this year. Because what are you going to say? Anything you say falls squarely on the defensive staff. You can't say, "Ah, well, we didn't have the personnel in the secondary. You've had three years to get guys in the portal. You've had three years. I know they're younger. You've had three years to recruit kids out of high school too. You've had some time. Like It's not like the same four guys have been playing these positions all the time you've been here. Like You've cycled in and out of some kids. You've tried different people. We went and got one from Wisconsin. We got one from Cincinnati. We got another from Iowa. Like You've tried some different kids. Georgia, Alabama gave us one. It's always been bad. And now the defensive line's good too. Now the linebacker, like, those people aren't the problem. You got to figure it the fuck out. This is the Scotty Hazleton nut up or shut up year. And whatever you want to say, like I'm not projecting MSU to be great or anything. But I do think if we're going to have faith in Mel Tucker and this regime and where the whole thing's going, I think you got to think the defense should be at least decent this year because I don't, I don't know how that front four isn't good. I don't know how they're not good. Um, I don't know how the linebackers aren't good. Both of them, at least, at least just good units. And when that's the case, I got to believe the secondary is going to get at least a little bit better, but their lives should be easier. I'm hoping that the third year is what Scotty needed to figure it out, to figure out how to coach these guys, how to get that through their fucking heads, where they're supposed to be, who they're supposed to cover. I hope third year was the charm. It remains to be seen. It remains to be seen, but I hope. I got faith. I think you have to. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the offense. See what happens with QBs. More importantly, offensive line. But I think the defense this year, just the number of transfers we've gotten, like how many guys do you need? At what point are you not allowed to say, fuck, we just don't have the talent back there. At what point does that – you can't say it anymore. I think this is the year. I think this is the year. Um, you know, and it's going to be Scotty's ass one way or another, but at the end of the day, dude, you know what I'm going to say? Falls on Mel. It does. So we'll see. We'll see. Need some more talent everywhere. Talent never hurts. Need some high school guys. Need to win some games this fall. All right. That's all I got. Everybody appreciate you being here. Good. First episode back strong, a little bit of rambling, but that never hurt, dude. Um, might put out, I can't, I don't know if I'm going to do a new release this weekend for the second string. I took the last two off being in Europe. I didn't want to deal with anything. Might release something this weekend. Not sure. You know where that's at. The second string.com. I don't know. Best streetwear of all time, I guess would be my pitch. Appreciate the support. Appreciate you watching. Appreciate you subscribing. We'll catch you guys next time.